3D audio, immersive, surround, 5-1, what's it all mean? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it. We're going to figure it all out with Daniel Cement. Today, I've got the co-founder of Sphere Post, fantastic sound designer, and somebody who really understands this stuff. So stick around. We're going to dive right in. Here we go. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Adam Claremont for The Adam Claremont Show. Thanks so much again for tuning in and hearing about how to build and grow your career in audio. And as you know, we like to give you actionable tips based on personal experience for myself and sometimes others. And this time, I've got an other for you. But before we dive into that, as always, I want to give you something right off the bat. So I want to offer you a free gift on how to get started to build your client list. So head over to adamclaremont.com slash client list, and you'll download a free PDF guide, really simple steps, first steps. If you're not sure what to do to get to the client that you've been wanting to get, see other people work on projects that you want, here's a really simple guide to get you there. So adamclaremont.com slash client list. Would love for you to grab that. So for today, I'm really excited to introduce you to Daniel Samen. Now, Daniel's an audio engineer from Toronto who works in film and TV, as well as sound effects and sound design and more. But specifically right now, he's heavily immersed in 3D audio. Do you see what I did there? So he's also the co-founder of Sphere Post, which is a new 3D audio tech. And we're going to dive into that because it's super cool. Something I've just recently gotten my hands on and I'm really excited to share with you. But today, welcome, please, Daniel Semen. Daniel, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Adam. It's nice to be on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's so nice to see you, man. So Thank you. You're, you're up in Toronto. I know it's probably a little chilly there. You know, the seasons are changing. But... Uh. You know, uh, last week it was 24 degrees, and then the next day it was six degrees. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, we're looking at, at snow here, but you know? but uh, but what a great place yeah. to be, Toronto, for someone who's working in audio and film and television. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the base, I think, for television. Yeah, um, still difficult, you know, as it is, but it's uh, it's where it happens. Of course, you know? yeah. Well, yeah. anything worth doing is is worth fighting for, I suppose. So, yeah, <laughs> but it's a good place to fight for it. So why don't you just give us <laughs> yeah. a quick little uh, introduction of, you know, how you got started, maybe why you got started, and, and have you always been in Toronto? Um, yeah, I, I've lived here my, my whole life. Um, and uh, the way I got started in audio was uh, I went to school. I went to film school for it. Uh, oh, cool. I went to two different film schools. The first one I did not like so much. Second one, uh, I got through it, you know. But <laughs> in both... In both uh, in both schools, um, you know, we had to learn how to. You know, it's not a it's not an audio school, so it's not a focus on audio. It's right. a film school, so you kind of learn. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do, you mm. know. Yeah. And and when I when I learned about audio, that what we have to do to accomplish audio, I always thought that, uh, that essentially all, all we're doing is uh, you know you go on set, you record, and you get what you get, and there's your film. You know, and then when, and when nice. they told me, <laughs> that's it. I don't know anything, you know. And when they told me that you have to add a sound for everything, I sat there. I was like, what kind of a loser adds a sound for everything? He's like, yeah, I'm nothing. And then now I'm this loser because I, I love it. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's so, it's amazing. 
you know, it's uh, it brings it to life. And, and that's why I love audio so much. You know, I always say the, the picture is like the body and the sound is like the breath of life. You oh, know? I like that. Yeah. You know, without the breath of life, the picture cannot come to life. Mm. So that's how I think of it. And that's what I love. I love bringing things to life, you know, uh, making you feel how I want you to feel and kind of manipulate, you know. Um, so that's kind of how I got started. And, and, uh, and my, both my, prof- uh, well, my professors from both schools, they noticed uh, that I have a, a knack for it. I'm just natural. I, I get it. I don't know why I do. It's just a gift, I guess. But mm-hmm. I get it. And, and I was always ahead of the class and specifically one of the professors at first college he told me you are like years ahead of everybody else you know awesome um here's what you need to develop and keep going you'll be great and that's what i did just kept developing and i love it so all right so that's how you got started and you know that's probably a good place to get started especially especially for someone who's really interested in sound design because yeah you know there's you know, we can get into other applications for how sound design can play in in audio only content, but so much of sound design with film and television, like there's clearly a video component. And I think it's mm-hmm. really important sometimes when, well, not sometimes, I think it's always really important whenever we're working with with a content piece like that, that you understand both sides of the, of the project. Mm-hmm. So probably yeah. film school in general, instead of maybe an audio specific school is probably a good place for people who are really interested in sound design specifically or film sound to go right instead of like an audio school maybe yeah yeah there there's you know there's there's ups and downs to everything you know when i was in film school like uh the beauty is you got to try everything um and i i did uh, also picture editing mm. um i love picture i was between picture editing and sound design but i had i liked it a little bit more with sound design i liked it a little bit more but the thing is is when, when you understand picture um you understand why you cut the way you do Mm, uh, and yeah. how to cut and the best techniques and then you realize like you know I'm gonna cut it this way because in my mind I know what I want to do with the sound already so I already have that predetermined uh, vision of how it's supposed to play out because I got the sound mm. you know now when you're dealing with just a picture editor who doesn't do sound you know you'll get a picture and then they'll understand uh, you know and then they want to start changing a bunch of stuff all the time and uh, never in their head do they, you know, think about like, oh, I'm going to screw the sound team over, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> because they have their own vision. And then we are just trying to kind of follow that. But when you have both, when you understand picture and, and audio, you're already, you know why you're cutting the way you cut. Yeah. You know, so you're kind of designing both things at the same time, you know. Yeah. It's, it's sort of, you know, put another way, maybe, you know, when you when you understand the end goal. It's a lot exactly. clearer path, you know? So you see the whole yeah. vision instead of just like, well, figure out as we go. Right? Yeah. It's also obviously yeah. a very valuable skill for, 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 for an editor, audio or video. Yeah. Also yeah. saves a company a lot of money. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's never yeah. done until it's really done. So there's always editing right up to the end, it seems like. You know? <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, I know. we're going to add. Yeah. We're going to take out seven seconds here just so you know. Oh, it's due tomorrow too, by the way. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah it's just seven seconds you'll figure it out right yeah <laughs> like yeah so would you have any advice um i mean you mentioned you know you're in, you're near toronto and it's it's difficult still but would you have any advice for someone who's trying to pursue some sound design and film or tv and you know maybe how to get like are you networking like are you 
it's it's funny because like there's the music side of audio where it's like oh why don't you just go to the club and see a band and you, you, it's like you don't just go to a, a theater watch a movie and like there's the director and you start talking with you know or like you know like the re-recording mixers there and you're like oh you need a dialogue like how does that work for you what, what advice would you have um <laughs> still figuring out right <laughs> that was no no it's just like that's a hell of an adventure you know yeah. it's it it, it, t- it took like when i graduated um the thing when you come out is that you think you're gonna walk into a studio like hey um i just graduated here's my uh resume that i have of nothing yeah <laughs> you know and uh, except for like yeah except for like the shorts i did in school kind of thing uh can you hire me um and i was trying to figure out and usually nobody ever hires you you know right um and if they do if they do by the chance that they do you're usually doing like pick up the phone kind of work you know so i actually i have multiple mentors but the first mentor i got out of uh, uh graduating his name is daniel pellerin and he's a he's a very big name actually he's uh, worldwide known mm. um and uh i went to the studio he, he he's he, he's a freelancer but he's so successful in freelance that he's practically his own studio he has so much work coming in. Mm. So I went I went to him and I asked questions. I'm like, you know, c- typical, can you hire me? Uh, and he said, I can't hire you. <laughs> I said, so what do I do? How do I get in there? Like, w- w- what is the secret? He's like, look, you can go all around Toronto. You can knock on doors. You might find something. But like I said, it's probably going to be like phone work or whatever. And if you're lucky, they'll take you. But if you want my advice, if you really want my advice, um do it yourself and i just graduated i don't, I don't know what the hell that means yeah <laughs> like right. do it yourself i i don't know anything right like, I you're just looking for work do what do what yourself <laughs> yeah do what yeah, open the studio i like yeah. you know i barely know how to mix like i they barely teach you because it's not an audio school yeah right so they teach you the basics of everything but i don't know how to do a bunch of great mixing you know and all these kinds of things so so i got a job literally at a warehouse and for a year and a half i busted my ass um, saving money, um, buying uh, little things that you would need for like a home studio, you know, the monitors, um, an iLock with Pro Tools and uh, that kind of a thing. And uh, once you start to kind of grow that, and then you kind of go out and you're like, hey guys, uh, can I, you know, help? Can I do something? Even if it's free, you need something, Yeah. you know. Um, and because you have that setup, right? That's when they'll be like, okay, well, I guess you can kind of manage this. You're going to start you off with some very simple things, probably something for free that if you mess up, no big deal because it's like they kind of want to test you out. Yeah. You know, and then from there you get like little things. If you do a good enough job, they might get you on something else. And if you do good enough job, if so, if they know someone who needs work, they might mention you. So that's pretty much how it kind of started. But you're going to suffer <laughs> a lot, yeah. right? You're not going to get all the work in the films that you think you're going to get. Primarily, you're going to do your own work. You're going to make your own projects. And, and you're going to include that in your demo reel. Because trust me, you're not going to get enough work out of people right away to have a demo reel. So you when, you, when you say that, I think that's important. Because I, 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 yeah. I say the similar, a similar thing. When you say do your own work, what, what does that mean to you? Do you mean like create a video or do you mean like going on like YouTube, for example, and like snatching a video and like resound designing or what would you recommend 
All of it. I did yeah. all of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and uh, I mean, when you snatch a video off YouTube essentially, and you're redesigning something that's uh, professionally, you know, visual, like if it's a, I don't know, a video game cutscene or a film cutscene or whatever it may be, right? You're just showing them this is what I would be like if I were to work on a film. This is kind of my skill set in that level. However, if you design your own work, maybe you do your own uh, radio play or, or uh, I don't know, you go out and you shoot something with your friends and you, you know, at least you're creating content, yeah. you know, it's better than sitting there doing nothing and then, and then hoping, you know, work will fall out of the air right. from people who don't even know who you are, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's the idea. So you need something to show. And what are you going to show? Because nobody hires you if you have no work, but nobody's willing to hire you <laughs> because they have no work. So where are you going to get your work from? Yeah. You, that's that's it. Yeah. You're going to yeah. practice and you're going to do your best and and you're going to have to accept criticism. I mean, constructive criticism. But if you're someone who's constantly offended, like it's not an industry for you. Yeah. You know, because you're going to, they're going to, people are going to tell you, you suck if you suck, you know. <laughs> exactly. How it yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to tell you, you know? that if you're getting paid or not getting paid for the work, you know. So, exactly. And that's kind of a exactly. misconception, too, just to, to piggyback on what you mentioned about doing your own work and presenting that as like basically a reel, you know, or a resume yeah. to get you. Like, I think the misconception is to people just starting out is that like they need to be being, they, they need a paying gig in order to show other people that they can do the job. You don't mm-hmm. need to be paid anything to show that you can, that you've got an aptitude and you've got the experience and the expertise to. To perform the of task yeah. it does not matter gonna... to anyone if you show them something you stripped from youtube and redesigned it they don't care yeah. that that was a redesign or that you didn't get paid it's it's showing that you're capable that's all that matters Ex- that's it exactly like who who's gonna give you a million dollar project yeah if no you just graduated <laughs> and you have not like you know a, a guy who's doing a, a film or something for a small tiny budget and you may be hired on for a very small amount or nothing he has nothing to lose you mm. know because it's such a small, he can go to someone else if he doesn't like it because he lost nothing. Yeah. You know, you know, a studio comes down like, hey, we got a million dollar movie. You want to work on it? It's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so hey, if I can, I want to back up really quick and touch on something that you said really quickly that people might have missed. But you mentioned a radio play. Now, I know mm-hmm. you've been developing a radio play, which if anybody's not familiar, maybe you can expand on that. But also, if you want to touch on how that is incorporated into immersive audio and the 3D audio plugin, Safira that you've co-founded. You want to touch, touch yeah. on that? Uh, it's like I said, I, I love sound design. And I specifically love um, creating audio projects without any picture. Because I could, like, you don't have the budget to go out and shoot wherever. Yeah. Like, I could put you anywhere in the world with sound. And I have the capability of doing that. It's the biggest pl- biggest sandbox. Just play, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Whatever comes yeah, to yeah, your you Exactly. And no budget. <laughs> yeah. So, so I ended up, um, I wanted to do the, the story of the, the Adam and Eve creation. Um, oh, interesting. And, yeah, the how the world kind of started, you know, biblically and, and uh it's just such an interesting concept in audio to hear the formation of the the planet, you know. Yeah. And the first two human beings uh, in the world, if if you're a believer of that. But regardless, it's just like it's like the first two human beings. How would they be like in this brand new environment? You know, it for me, it's just an interesting concept. Yeah. So I started developing this uh, uh, radio play. I produced it, and it's funny because you know you're you're looking for work. And work is difficult to find. And just for so I can do some audio stuff, 
you gotta produce your own stuff mm. you know so you gotta kind of do a lot more than you think so i i produced uh i co-wrote um i uh, i got actors i i uh, you know of course i edited mixed and all those kinds of things and it took a year exactly from august 2018 to august 2019 i released it um and uh i've i love the uh, which people don't do too much is is taking the pan and moving objects within the environment Right, I didn't have a 3D plugin at the time. I didn't even know what that was, <laughs> you yeah. know. So, uh, and I was trying to design like a 3D type world just using like you know EQs, reverb, delays, and stuff like that. Because um, in my head, I'm just kind of trying to simulate that idea. And of course, it's not perfect, you know. Uh, but I've gotten, you know, by the time I finished it uh, and I released it, people who heard it were so intrigued by the design. Um, I had uh, I had studios like, uh, you know, Kurodos Audio? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they promoted me. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used some of their plugins as well. Um, wow. And, and they loved how I used it as well. I mean, so it was multiple factors. You know, and there's... Uh, you know, audio animals in the UK and they promoted me and gave me a page on their site and uh, those kinds of things. And and then that's when uh, uh, Jordy, which is my uh, my uh, my business partner, is one of the co-founders uh, off LinkedIn. He saw one of my links. He saw it. He's like, you know, he's like, OK, hey, this is incredible. Here's, you know, what we've been lo- working on. Uh, we're from Timber 3D. We're a Dutch company and we've developed this plugin called Sphera. Uh, and it's a 3D audio plugin, and it's uh, it's an engine we've been working on for years. And one of the 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 plugin designers um, out of the two is uh, is uh, Peter Backer. Peter Backer is the guy who designed and created Altiverb. You know, <laughs> so that's a huge deal. You know? I mean, yeah, I mean, Altiverb. That's one of the greatest reverbs ever <laughs> yeah. given to us, right? I mean, that's kind of well well yeah. known and yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's working with Daniel Talma on this project, uh, on developing this thing. And 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 I heard it. I was like, it sounds incredible. It sounds like it's like the sound is going around you. It's mm. it's above you. It's below you. It sounds fantastic. Um, and uh, and this is all on plugin. Just, I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is all on yeah. earbuds or headphones, right? We're not talking about yeah. a, a multi-channel. Yeah. Uh, studio with you know ten speakers exactly right? yeah. exactly just on earphones you know, yeah. which you could do off a laptop you know yeah. and um, and uh, it was incredible it was an incredible uh, piece of tech um, and uh, over time we kept dev- in fact I had a second a second three D audio company contact me off LinkedIn because they also saw it and <laughs> they offered me their stuff for free and and to work with them and blah 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 and I was like I can't work with both I need to choose one yeah but I went I went with Timber um, it's great and, it's nice to have uh, options huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good man exactly exactly <laughs> you know it, it, I'm like I, I was surprised I had such a reaction to it mm. and at the end of the day uh, me and Jordy we got along really well and the developers you know uh, so Daniel Daniel Tama and uh, Peter Backer. They noticed that I, they said, uh, at least Jordy, my business partner, and what they said was that he is the first guy to use our product and actually understand it hmm. and, and, and and to its full potential and what it can actually do and when to use it and really how to use it. So it's like I said, I, I naturally understand audio. Like I, I don't know why, I just do. 
So when it comes down to programming certain things and how it reacts in the environment, um, I just got it. I understood it. So they were happy with that, you know. Um, so and then and then down the line, after some time working together, uh, Jordy says to me, uh, you know, we should we should we should form like an alliance, you know, and uh, and that's how Sphere Post formed. Um, Sphere Sound Post Alliance is the full name. It's long, so we just call it Sphere Post. But Alliance is in the name. And, and what Sphere uh, Post is, is an alliance of people who, who, have, who, who love audio, who have a, uh, an amazing work ethic, who are passionate about developing the future of audio, um, come together, you know, and, and learn and develop a, a new way of presenting audio uh, to the streaming media. Because we're aimed at the streaming media, because that's the number one media that's being posted mm. on right now, you know. Um, so we came together and, and and we're forming teams all around the world. So we're not like a location, like here's a building, here's our headquarters. We Sphera Post is where Sphera exists. Whatever studio has it, that's part of the alliance, mm. you know. So that's what Sphera Post is. We're not a uh, studio location, mm. <laughs> you know. So we can have work all around the world. Anyone in the world can have it and can work and, and have this technology, you know? Yeah. So Daniel, let me ask you, you know, one of the things that stood out to me as I was reading about the technology on the website is with Safira, mm. the reflections that you're, you're adding to these objects, they're, they're reactive within the space. Meaning, you know, when an mm. object moves around the environment, the reflections change just like they would in real life, obviously. But what I've, what I understand with other products, maybe I'm wrong here, but my understanding is you can move a reverb around within that space, but the reverb is not dynamic. Meaning, the early reflections, the late reflections, the, the decays, and the tonality of that reverb, it's not changing within the environment. It's only moving, and that's not really how our ears and physics really work in real life. So, could you mm -hmm. explain that a little bit and why the dynamic changing of a reflection is so imperative to creating an immersive rapping experience in audio yeah so uh, i mean i mean just starting off i mean uh, what is what is 3d audio you know um yeah. and and essentially it's a it's just a, a technology that mimics the way that a human perceives um uh, sound right and um and if you look at a, an object you know, an object creating a sound, whatever it may be, um, uh, it's mono and it's moving in the environment and we have two ears, so we perceive it as a stereo. And as the object is moving, you know, it, it has different forms of cues um, to that allows us to hear it the way that we do. Um, so, you know, diff, uh, volume changes, uh, position, phasing, reverb, delay, all these kinds of things uh, play in real time and will change based off of, you know, uh, where it is, um, how busy uh, the location is, how wide it is, you know, the, the height of the ceiling, you know, how audio bounces around. Mm -hmm. And and that's how our ears hear. It's just it's the constant transformation of audio as it travels. And what Sphere does is that it mimics that. 
um, using those cues. Mm. Um, and so as it travels around, you know, whatever you set it to in real time, it will constantly recalculate um, the the position um, uh, from, you know, its relative position to where it goes. And, and, and uh, if it's getting closer or further from, you know, certain objects how much the audio bounces off certain layers the direction it will go once it bounces off you know because sometimes you know you'll, you'll you'll the sound comes from the left you hear it from the left but part of it, it travels to the right yeah. so there's also the traveling and that's what sphere post does it it mimics those things in real time so that you're hearing and mimicking your ears and how we perceive sound um so we aim these things for headphones um, and you can use regular stereo speakers, um, uh, but it's primarily headphones and you'll get that real 3D effect. You know, it's actually things are going around you, above you, below you. Um, but the regular speakers will still give you like a pop out, you know, pop out of your speaker kind of sound the way, you know, you have like a 3D video where it kind of pops out of the screen. We have that same effect in just regular stereo, uh, where it kind of pops out and you have a very natural movement. And so no matter which way you go, especially with the headphones, then the movement is so natural because it takes into consideration, you know, all these different cues that I talked about in real time. So it feels like a real movement and it feels like an actual sound in an actual environment uh, moving around rather than just like a hard left, hard right kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. I've really been enjoying it and I feel like I've just scratched the surface. So yeah, I'd like to get, you know, your take, you know, I've got some thoughts on this, but I'd love to hear it straight from you. Where do you see audio going for the future as it relates to immersive and 3D technology it, from, let me preface that from like a content standpoint, like what, what do you think, where are we, where are we going with what we're creating with this now? Like, what are we going to be doing? Well, um, uh, right now as it stands, it's practically all streaming. Right. So we are designing this for the streaming generation, hmm. which is now. So the problem is, is that stereo, uh, as it is right now, it falls short compared to the theatrical experience. Right. You walk into a movie theater, you hear a movie. It sounds fantastic. Right. Yeah. And there's no arguing. It sounds amazing. And, and the reality is you're only going to hear that movie probably once in the theater. And if you watch it again, it's going to be on streaming or it's going to be on Blu-ray or whatever it may be. Right. And in today's world, you know, theaters are getting shut down because of COVID. So the movie theaters are closing down. You know, it, 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 you're not going to get that experience, you know. But what we do have is the streaming for now, you know. And, and, and that's the way it seems to be going. And um, theaters were designed specifically for large crowds of people, right? And, and, and that's why you have so many speakers and yet you have big speakers, big rooms, big, uh, you know, uh, screens, and, and that's to fit a large crowd. And what, what a streaming has done is it has created the experience for the individual rather than a large crowd. So I would say the future is not in entertaining a large crowd of people. The future is in entertaining the individual, because I, I, I guess in your household, if you look at it, you you have uh, you know a wife and kids, and probably most likely you guys are not always watching content together. Probably your child is watching something on their device in another room, 
and your wife might be watching something else somewhere, you know, on her time and you're doing your own thing. So we're really starting to tailor things down for the individual, Mm. right? And because of that, the mix, why are we still mixing for a crowd when the, the future is moving to the individual? Why are we not mixing for the individual? That's our argument. It's like, we, how do we see it going in the future? Um, we see it, as long as you're streaming, streaming and 3D are, are linked together. You know, We are creating the, the mimic of a movie theater experience in your headphones. And as long as it's going to be a, a uh, the content is going to consistently stream for the individual, as I've described, then that means we need to mix for the individual. That means we need to mimic the experience for and tailor the experience for that specific person, right? Because we're not in big movie theaters anymore, mm. right? Um, so that being said, um, uh, rather than folding things down from surround to, to stereo, which becomes just a flat, right? Uh, a flat signal left and right. If, if we design from stereo, starting from stereo using Sphera, that means we are we are giving you a much better experience. That means it's the, the stereo mix, the mix of the film, the experience of the, the film is far better than just a fold down because we are designing it for the individual, right? And 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 that's the thing. As long as people are on their devices, they're watching these little, you know, we went from big screens to like these tiny, you know, devices. And we're laying in our bed, we're watching, we're on the go. People are pro, uh, preloading the content um, uh, so that they don't have to use their data. And they're, they're on the go watching things to, you know, uh, to get through the, you know, the travel. And why not give them a movie theater experience on the go? Your device is now a movie theater experience on the go. So it's a far better experience, you know. Um, I recently saw a... Uh a poll, I forgot who conducted yeah. this poll and you know, they, they can be biased, but I saw it. The, the question was given, uh, would you prefer to have okay audio, but a great big screen or fantastic audio, but a smaller screen, meaning like, you know, your, your iPhone or something in the mm-hmm. vast, 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 it was something like 80% of people said they'd rather have a small little iPhone experience with great audio and headphones. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And, and and that's the thing. It's like, because, just, you know, that's why I love audio projects so much. Like the, Because the, the, the sound is so powerful. It, 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 it defines the experience of the user. You know, nobody's going to walk out of a movie feeling heartbroken if they can't hear it. You know, if it's a sad movie, for example. But it's the, the sound, it's the track, it's the way that it's laid out. It's the emotion that the tracks, the, the audio develops that gives you the, the real experience. That's why I said audio is breathes life into a picture, right? Mm. And as long as that's the case, then why are we wasting so much time and money and the real estate that it costs to have these massive studios? Um, and most of the money that these are, you know, that you're spending into your film is going into the real estate to keep it open and much less into the talent behind the actual sound, you know? At least, here's the thing, if we're we not gonna require the real estate, you know? And people at home, they're not using 5.1 audio. Nobody's buying it, that's expensive, especially in our time. Yeah. Nobody wants to Nobody wants to spend the money to buy surround yeah, sound. Very and when they, yeah, and even when they do, 
do you, a lot of times they don't set it up a because they don't know how to sometimes b they they don't care for it they found the deal on the whole thing and they got to bought it um uh, c they might not have the time to do it because people are busy you know they'll set up their their left left and right and probably their base and that's it they'll call it a day and that's fine and most people enjoy their content that way you know um so why are we mixing in these big theaters when really your your main attraction, your audience is all on devices. Yeah. Just seems like a waste to me. And uh, you know, spending all that money into essentially uh, a building rather than the, the experience, you know. I, I don't see the reason why we have to continue, especially because now everything's streaming. Now everything is all ho- based on your phone and your tablet your tablet and your you know home stereo speaker system, you know. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, and and, as, and from the creator standpoint, you know, for anybody who, you know, think back to their first time ever mixing in surround and it's just, oh, <laughs> it's just like this yeah. feeling like, oh, I could put stuff. It's the same feeling, but greater when you start to mix in 3D and you start to feel it going up and all and just this smooth transition. It just mm. gives me chills like it just it's so it's so freaking fun <laughs> as a creator, yeah. you know? Um, but it's also, I'll tell you what, bring in your client and they feel the exact same way. Their eyes just go, whew, you know? So if you yeah. can, if you can bring their vision with, with that much realism and impact, yeah. it's just the best. It's just a win-win. So can, yeah. can you tell, can you, why don't you direct us to where we can listen to some of this audio that, that you made with Sphere Post? Yeah, um, I mean, we have a YouTube channel, but if you go to our website, uh, we keep everything there anyway. So if you go to spherapost.com, we have an entire audio gallery. And if you go to the audio gallery, you can hear a bunch of our demos and um, uh, just show you different kind of scenarios that you could use uh, Sphere Posted. It could be at home while it's raining. We have something like that. We have a city. We have, um, we have, you know, when you're in an airplane, just different kinds of scenarios uh, where you can really boost that creativity. So head on over to that website and, you know, and explore. And you can also contact us through the website if you're interested to, to learn more, uh, use the Sphere Post technology. Hmm. Yeah, Daniel, it's been so great talking with you. Um, you know, I've been... I've just been, you know, reading as much as I possibly can about immersive audio and 3D audio, and it's been, you know, I just feel great to to, to have gotten to know you, and, and glad you reached out, and glad to have this conversation. Thanks so much for sharing about Sphere and and just, you know, I'm rooting for you. You know, <laughs> I just want to, <laughs> you know, I just want to see and be able to, you know, from the the biggest selfish standpoint, and I think that's fine to admit. I just want to hear this stuff, you know, more and more, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm sure we you want do people too. to. We want people to enjoy, you know, just, uh, just, you know, be be a part of the movie rather than just watching behind the screen, you know. Yeah. And I think people will really, they'll, they'll love it, you know, if they gave it a chance. And uh, that's where we're going, anyways. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank everybody. That that was Daniel Saman. Thank you so much, Daniel, for for taking the time and and for speaking with us and. Daniel, if anybody wants to find more information about the technology and to get the plug in and to, and to hear more, am I right? They can go to spherapost.com for that information? Yeah, yeah, you go on and we have a contact section. 
go on the contact section, just fill in the information and we'll contact you and, and you know, we go from there. Yeah, you know, that's great. Very easy. So yeah. spherepost.com, I'll add that link below uh, to reach Daniel specifically. You can go to sonusprostudio.com. I'll link that in the description below as well. So reach out, make a friend there. Super cool guy, as you can see. If you have any questions, I'm sure I'd be happy to, to answer them for you. But that's the show. You know, I'm really glad that we got to talk some immersive audio. Uh, make sure you get that free gift, adamclaremont.com slash client list. Start, you know, reaching out, getting those projects that you really want and deserve. adamclaremont.com slash client list. Takes 30 seconds. That guy will go directly to your inbox. And that's a wrap. You know, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks again. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, ring the bell. It means the world to me and helps this algorithm, you know, and drop a comment too. Even if you, you don't like the video, leave a comment. Let me know why. It helps anyway. All right. So I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks again. Bye.